With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hi, friends. It's time for Sunday service. Once again, happy Sunday. Pastor Leo here. <laughs> I think it's funny as fuck. Some of you guys have been commenting that on my TikTok. You've been calling me like Pastor Leo and shit. I think that is so funny. But anyway, I need to tell you guys, I have two TikTok accounts. A lot of people don't know that. Like Some people just find my not Leo for legal reasons. And then they just assume that's the only one I have. I have another TikTok but anyway, this week I want to just ramble and talk some shit about some recent realizations I've had. I swear, realizations just hit me out of fucking nowhere. I was just making tuna the other day, minding my business. And I don't know if it's my spirit guides or the universe or whoever threw me a fucking curveball of awareness and it like smacked me in the face. I'm like, bitch, I'm cooking right now. I'm not thinking about that. Why are you just throwing thoughts in my brain? I don't like it. I don't like the random realizations. I like the ones where I sit down and I like journal it out and I try to figure out what's going on. Those are the realizations I like. I don't like the ones where I just get like a random fucking download when I'm like cooking tuna or I'm at the gym. <laughs> you know, I just want to ramble and share these with you because honestly, if I got to realize it, you do too, bitch. So the first one I want to talk about is cat. So I have a black cat and her name is Cat, but it's spelled with the K. So I was just sitting there the other day observing her. I was just looking at her and I like love her. Like <laughs> my love for her fucking like flipped into overdrive because the little bitch is not bothered by anything. Like I admire that about her. This sounds so stupid, but I'm going to get into the full realization. Like just bear with me. Don't rush me. <laughs> I'm the only one here. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm the only one here recording this podcast. And I'm like, don't rush me. Like, bitch, shut up. So yeah, I was watching Kat. And I had this full fucking like revelation that the bitch just does not let anything bother her. Like, she was walking around and following me from room to room. So like, I'm assuming she was like needy and she wanted attention and she wanted to like be near me and I was like busy running around doing shit. So I walked to the laundry room, to my room, and then I walked to the bathroom and then to the bathroom and the guest room and I was just like beep bopping around doing my shit and cleaning and Kat was following me. Like she would just show up in the room I was in and just look at me and then I would go to the next room and she would just follow me. It was the cutest fucking thing. But I admired that about her because she was lonely she wanted attention, so she followed me. And then I sat down at my desk, and I was on my computer, and she just came and sat next to me. And that's when I realized. I was like, yo, she just has something and does it. Like, she feels needy. She wants attention, so she just comes and gets near me. And I loved it. Like, she, I personally would never. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so, I don't want to be annoying. Like, how she just followed me room to room. I thought it was the cutest fucking thing. But if I was needy and I like wanted to be around somebody, I would think that walking to the room they were in and like following, I would think I'm being annoying. Like I would be so scared for them to perceive me as like annoying and be like, what the fuck? Like get away from me, you know? But like, she didn't care. She, she just does not have that thought. Like she was lonely and she wanted to be around me. So she followed me around. 
she came and sat down next to me at the computer and just sat there, like wanted to be near me. So she came and got near me. I love that. I'm inspired by the fucking cat because now if I want to hang out with somebody, I'm just going to go hang out with them. If I want to go be around them, I'm going to go be around them. Like, I know that sounds so childish, but we really need to get back to that level of simplicity. But with Kat, another thing I realized about her, like, this little bitch, I love her so much more now. Like, I loved her before, but now, like, oh my god, she's like my little teacher. I was laying in bed, and, like, she does this thing where she'll, she's weird. She's just like me. She's very detached. She's very clingy. Like when I want to, when I want to be petted, pet me. When I want you to hang out with me, give me attention. But when I don't leave me the fuck alone. So when she wants attention, when I'm like laying in the bed, getting ready to go to sleep, she'll like do this thing with her paw where she like scratches me and like not scratches me, but she'll like try to pull my arm to her to pet her, but it scratches me. And every time I'm like, ow, you fucking rat. And then I'll just like pet her. But like, that's how she gets my attention. When she wants to be petted, she'll get it. She doesn't care. Oh, maybe I'm going to piss him off. Maybe I'm going to scratch him. Like, no, he's going to pet me. Like, she doesn't consider she's being annoying. And she's like, she wants to be petted. So she's going to be petted. And I love it. But when I get annoyed or aggravated, she doesn't make it mean anything about her. She's not like, oh my God, I'm annoying. Like he just got mad at me and yelled at me because I scratched him because I wanted attention. She doesn't make it mean anything about her. She's just like, okay, he's not going to pet me. So she'll just lay down. Like she doesn't take anything personal. And I do. I am the most take it personal ass motherfucker you will ever meet. (laughs) Like my feelings are hurt 99% of the time. No one just ever knows. I've gotten a lot better at it, but... I just love that about Kat because when she wants attention, she'll go to get it. Like she'll go to the place or the person to get it. And if they don't want to give it to her, she doesn't get upset about it. She doesn't get like, oh my God, I'm annoying. Oh my God. She doesn't make it mean anything about her. And I'm so inspired by that. Like I fucking love that. Like it's just so simple. Like Kat makes it so simple and I love it. Like if she's hungry, she'll go to her fucking little food bowl. She's not worried about anything else. If she needs to fucking get some water, she'll go to her little water bowl. Like, if she wants attention, she'll come to me and try and get it. And if I don't give it to her, she's like, okay. And she'll walk off and lay down and whatever she's going to do. Like, she doesn't take anything personal. Yo, like, I have a whole new appreciation for her and pets in general because babies are like that too. Like, little kids before they're socialized and fucked up. Like, kids are like that. Kids are so simple. Kids are so just like... I have a feeling, I have an urge, and I go do it. Cat, when she wants attention, is not like, oh my god, I don't want to be annoying. Oh my god, I don't want to piss him off. Like, she'll just come find me. When she has an urge for attention, she doesn't get in her head and try to convince herself, no, you shouldn't want that. You shouldn't want to go be petted. Like, no, don't be an asshole. Don't go do that because it's going to make him mad at you. Like, she doesn't get in her head. She doesn't overthink. She doesn't hold herself back from what she wants. She just goes for it. Like, it's been in front of my face this whole time, but I just now realized this, you know? Just, I was just looking at her. I was just staring at her while she was sitting next to my computer this day that I'm talking about all this. She was just sitting next to my computer looking real cute, and I just looked at her in her little face, and it all hit me at once, and I was like, oh my god, (laughs) I fucking love her even more. So of course, I can't just let it stop there. I had to take it one step further and I kind of flipped it. Like I see another perspective now of people that take shit personal. They are so annoying to be around. 
It is so draining to be around someone that takes everything fucking personal and takes everything as an attack on them. I used to be one of these motherfuckers. Like, I still am, but I just do it to myself in my head. Like, I don't, I'm not annoying to other people about how often I get my feelings hurt. I talk to myself in my head. Like, I sort it out with me. And if I need to involve the other person, I will. I'm good at seeing other perspectives. If every time Kat went to, like, touch me and, like, wanted to be near me, if I knew she was going to make it mean that I didn't like her, if I didn't pet her, I'd be like, fuck, now I got to pet you because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, that's when people being needy is annoying, is when they make it mean something personal about them. Like, it's, it's fucking draining, and I'll be annoyed with you if... You make me feel guilty for not doing everything you say and everything you want when you want it. Like if Kat comes up to me and I don't want to pet her right now, she's not going to be like, oh my God, he doesn't love me. Oh my God. And get like upset. Like she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, okay, I'll come back later. And then she'll come back later and I'll pet her later and she's happy and fine. Like I know this is very simple and this can easily be taken out of context, but you get my point and you get how simple it is. But the people that make shit means something about them like every time it's like bro give it a fucking rest like it doesn't mean anything about you like cat it doesn't mean i don't love you i'm busy babe you see i'm on my fucking computer i'm busy i'll pet you later i'll play with you later don't bite my fucking laptop screen i'm gonna smack you in the head like she does that shit but she doesn't take anything personal so i feel comfortable being around her and you can translate that to people too like if someone is busy like if I'm busy and someone calls me and then I don't answer the phone and they get all like pussy hurt about it like oh my god he doesn't care about me he never answers and it's like bitch I'm fucking busy like you should just tell yourself in your head okay Leo didn't answer my call he's probably busy whatever and then fucking beat bop on your way like oh he's probably busy like self-soothe yourself reassure yourself that you're not the problem all the time something is not always wrong and I know that's so hard to do because I grew up there was always something fucking wrong so now when there's not something wrong with me or someone's not mad at me I don't know what the fuck to do but like the person calling me if I know that every time you call me and I don't answer the phone you're gonna get upset by it I'm gonna get really fucking annoyed I'm gonna feel pressure to answer the phone every time you call because I don't want it I don't want to hurt your feelings it's like You make everything hurt your own fucking feelings, but I'm the one responsible for it. I don't like that. That's draining. All these realizations hit me at once just because I looked at fucking cat, okay? If you ever want to know why I'm always alone and why I'm like, if you ever catch me like staring off in space in public, something just hit me and it's non-fucking-stop, dude. But a lot of times with my realizations, I'll have like a half realization and then I'll have to sit down and fucking like figure the rest out and that's what my app is for. Here I am plugging my app, but I actually use it. Like I use it for myself. It's a tool I created, but I be using it, bitch. My app is called Positive Focus. It's positive quotes and notifications. And then there's a whole section of journal prompts. And it's full of basically like questions to ask yourself for shadow work. Or if you're having some realization and you need to fully figure it out and you don't like understand it yet, the questions in my app will help you understand it better and see shit from more perspectives like the realizations will just expand and get deeper if you ask yourself the questions that are in my app and there's a bunch of different topics for different questions but 
I'll link it in the description of this podcast if you want to download it. It's called Positive Focus. It's on the Google phones and the Apple phones and everybody phone. Everybody can get it. Uh, it's the blue icon with the eyeball. So if you just want to search it, you can. But back to the phone call thing. I feel like I need to like drill this even further because the people that listen to this, if you're like me, you're sensitive just like me and you're the motherfucker that gets butt hurt when they don't answer your call because that's still me. But I'm better at now being like, oh, they're probably busy. Does that make sense? Like you can see both sides now, how you being needy is not annoying. You having needs is not annoying, but you making everything mean something about you and making everything be hurtful to you is fucking annoying. You assuming that people are mad at you or don't care about you is what's annoying. Sorry. I need to hear that too. That kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. (laughs) Okay. So my next realization is a little bit deeper and applies kind of more across the board. I mean, that one is very across the board. If you make that fit to your fucking life, if you got the point, you got it. But this one is more about you assuming that everyone is doing better than you and handling things better than you or that they are better than you because they have a certain title or they have a certain amount of money or they are this certain thing. You automatically assuming something comes with something else. So... Because someone has a certain amount of money. So if someone is rich or someone is a doctor, they hold a certain title. We assume that certain things come with that. We assume they're going to be a certain way given what they have or given the title that they are. Does that make sense? So when you look at a doctor, you wouldn't think a doctor is out shoving his nose full of coke on the weekends, but most of them are. Most of them are drugged out. Most like doctors are like little children emotionally like they're so smart with what they do but they're emotionally stunted as fuck when it comes to like their real life and their their personal relationships or like someone rich you would not expect them to be insecure i don't know why my brain just automatically assumes that but like bitch you got too much money to be insecure shut the fuck up like ooh, when i'm rich you are never going to be able to tell me a fuck thing sorry you're not gonna tell me shit when i'm a fucking millionaire but my point is Just because someone has something or is something, like they have a certain title, it does not mean anything else. It does not mean they are instantly smarter or better than you in other ways. Like they might have a leg up in one area, but not others. It's like when you see these fitness people and you see these people in really good shape, the way that they take care of their body and how much effort they put into their physical appearance, you would assume that they care about their health and that they're taking care of their health and that they care about their self. But the reality is of most of these little fitness influencers and people that are in really good shape, they treat their body like hell. They do a lot of drugs. They'll do steroids, duh, but they'll eat like shit. They'll drink a lot and they will fuck anything that walks. Like they have little to no standards because they're insecure, but you looking at them, and their perfect body, and their cute-ass face, and they're clean, they're hygienic, they have a nice car, you would assume that they are a certain way because of the way that they present. But it doesn't mean anything else. Just because they work out, it doesn't mean they're smart. Well, one way I can prove this is Paige Hathaway. I love her. I have followed her for like eight years. 
She is so fucking, like, pretty. And, like, I love her little personality. But the bitch is a ditz. Like, she is not that <laughs> bright. And, like, if someone sends this to her, fuck you, you rat. But two, if Paige ever listens to this, love you, bitch. Like, I love the fuck out of you. But you're my perfect, like, example for this. Because she's so smart with what she does. But she is not the smartest on anything else. Like... She's just a dunce. She's like a little bit dumb. And I love that about her. But you'd look at her and assume that she's the full package when like, it's just the way that she looks that's making you assume that. But like with the fitness people, I wouldn't assume that they're out like degrading their self by sleeping with like hundreds of fucking people. I personally look at that as degrading because you need to be picky with who you allow to have access to your physical body. You can't just let anyone touch you and fuck you. That is like... That's a conversation that this generation is not fucking ready for, but you'd expect them to hold their self to a higher standard and they don't like just because someone presents a certain way. It doesn't mean that they are that thing. A perfect example is someone that I know of that is a psychologist and he literally works all day as a psychologist and he's a fucking predator. Like, he's not an actual predator, but I look at him like he's very creepy, very predator vibes. Every time you go out, you'll see him with some guy that's like 20, like early 20s, and he's like in his 40s. He's got money, he's got his little psychologist title, and you would assume that he's a certain way. He's a fucking weirdo. He's out fucking young kids, kids, like young guys, he's gay, obviously, but He's, like, out fucking young guys and, like, behaving a certain way and doing this shit that, like, 20-year-olds are doing. Like, why are you still running the fucking bars in your old age? Like, you're in your 40s. Like, why are you still trying to fuck 20-year-olds? Why are you doing that every weekend? Like, I get having a little phase, but, bitch, you've been doing this a little bit too long. But that's my point is, like, you'd assume he would behave a certain way and not do certain things that he is doing because he's a psychologist. Like, does that make sense? Like, you just hold people to a certain standard based off of what they look like or what they do. And if you ever see them behind closed doors, they will fall short of that standard a thousand times out of ten. I'm just constantly, like, let down by people because you see that they are a certain thing. Or they are a certain way and you'd expect like certain attributes and character traits to come with that. And it doesn't like there's so many people that are like, oh, my God, it's so frustrating. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I hope I explained it enough where you guys get it in this. But like, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I get let down a lot because I expect people to be a certain way and they're fucking not like they're mad weird and they don't respect themselves or they're actually fucking dumb. Like a psychiatrist. Like, what are you fucking doing? Weirdo. Why are you taking advantage of little fucking... I don't want to say little kids, but like 20-year-olds are fucking children in my mind. If someone is in their 40s and they're trying to fuck with someone that's in their 20s, they got some shit wrong with them. I am someone who used to fuck with people in their 40s since I'm damn 18. So I have plenty of experience with these people and they lack serious mental capacity like they lack so much emotional development and like mental anything like they have shit wrong with them and that can be an entire episode where i unpack that but bro like these people should not be doing this fucking shit 
People that are young do not have the mental armor and the mental maturity and the knowledge yet to be able to protect themselves from someone that is older. So for you to be going at someone that's 20 when you're fucking like 45, that is weird. That is fucking strange that you see something that can't really protect itself mentally. They're easily manipulated. Like you have so much knowledge they don't have that like it's not fair. So the, the fact that that turns you on, you have some serious fucking control dynamic issues. You have some issues with power. You got a lot of shadow work to fucking do. All right. And you're a fucking predator with a victim mentality. And I can read that shit right through your face. I guess it's just my expectations. Like what I assume comes with certain roles or types of achievements. I don't know. Like I just expect people with a lot of money to behave a certain way. And when they don't, I'm like, ew. Or I expect certain people with certain titles to behave a certain way. And I'm like, ew, what are you doing? Another example is people in relationships. I expect certain respect to be like there. But like between the couple, like I know I joked about this in a TikTok, but I really wasn't joking when I said for someone that's in a relationship, like two guys are dating and one of them follows me on Instagram. I don't like that shit. That's disrespectful to their fucking partner. Like, why are you following a boy that you find attractive? You're in a fucking relationship. What the fuck are you doing? I don't like that. Like that shit stresses me out because I know if I was dating a guy, and he was out following other guys, I'm beating you the fuck up. Like, I'm literally, like I said in my TikTok, when you walk through the door, put your hands up. I'm fucking swinging on you on site, bitch. As soon as I see you, I'm knocking you the fuck out for that disrespectful fucking shit, okay? Like, no, I'm very big on disrespect, and I'm very sensitive to it. So people that do that type shit... Like, I have certain expectations for everyone that's in a relationship, and when they don't match that, like, it makes me uncomfortable. Another example is open relationships. People that are in open relationships, that could never be me. If it works for you, I'm happy for you. Go do it. But that's a dynamic I personally can never understand. I'm too insecure. I'm too territorial. I'm too everything under the fucking sun that's against that shit that it could never work for me. Like, because if I see you enjoying being with someone sexually that's not me and we're supposed to be together, I'm biting something off, all right? Whether it's a limb or your fucking dick, I'm biting something off of you because like, no, no, it's gonna hurt my feelings. (laughs) We're not gonna do that. Okay, on to my next realization and it's about social media. You can't really judge people off of their social media whether they have a lot of followers or not because... Certain people don't put effort into having an online persona and like putting themselves online. So someone like me, I've taken the time and put in the effort to make videos and to create a TikTok account and have an Instagram. Like I'm putting in the effort to make a presence for myself online. But I've met so many people who are so fucking cool in real life that have no social media. None. So just because someone doesn't have followers or they don't have much posted, it doesn't mean they're lame. Like they're probably really fucking cool. But I just realized like not everybody online is everybody online. There's so many people in real life that shit on the people online. Like they like the people online are such losers compared to the people in real life with no social media. I'm not saying that's everybody, but 
like I've said before, and I will die on this hill, social media makes people that are fucking nobodies think they're somebody. But a lot of somebodies are not on social media, and we kind of forget that. We forget that it's not just the same fruitcakes we keep seeing online. And one example is like the blue-haired bitches, okay? And what I mean by the blue-haired bitches are the ones that are like very one way in their views and they're they're the they thems and all that shit i don't give a fuck about pronouns call yourself what you want but don't get mad at me because i don't know what the fuck you are okay like bitch you don't even know what the fuck you are changing your goddamn pronouns every other day that's a different topic but my point with the blue-haired bitches that's just what i call them that's all you see online typically like you never see someone with another opinion because they'll be canceled if they fucking speak of anything other than what these little blue-haired bitches have to say so when all you see is like online shit for a while you'll start to think everybody's like that and then when you go out in real life and you see that there's opposing opinions they're just not spoken online you'll realize you're not as alone in the things that you think and like social media just kind of has a way of getting you convinced that that is reality when it's not social media and everything on your physical phone and behind the screen is not reality. It feels real because it looks similar. It's just a big mind fuck. And I catch myself a lot and I have to remind myself that's not all that there is. There's more out there. Like there's way more information than what is online, but it's just in real life. Like that's not all that there is. That's not all the people that are there. That's not all the potential friends you can make and people you can date and information you can learn and jobs you can have. Because if you do a job search, it's limited. There's not, it's not going to tell you all of the possible jobs that actually are there. It's like their search results and the shit you have access to online is limited. I know it seems weird because the internet is so vast and it's so big and there's so much possibility, but what you're limited to seeing, it's insane. Like you don't see all that there is one online or two that there is in real life. Like there's so much more in real life than you fucking realize. And I have to remember that. I have to remind myself of that constantly. But like people to learn from, if you could try to go learn about finances or stocks or anything, if you go Google it or go on YouTube, you're going to run across the same like four or five fruitcakes talking about these topics. There's just this certain handful of every like demographic and topic you can think of. And it's the same few people making the same fucking shit with the same stupid ass tips over and over again. You can only learn so much from these people, but it's like, that's all you're being shown. You're not shown the smaller creators that have a lot of useful shit to say because there's a lot of people in the mental health space and the self-development space that don't say shit compared to what I say. And I know I'm not as like professional with it and I say fuck and I give personal experiences and I give it to you the way it is and they're all a lot more professional with it, but the shit I say makes more of an impact in my opinion. Like they're marketed, like they are... They have whole teams to make them blow up and advertise them and make them like appeal to the right audience. The audience that I'm going to appeal to is very small. So like people are not going to find me. I don't have a team promoting me to be found. So it's like I'm one of the people that if you don't know about me, you're not going to know what I have to say. You're just going to think that there's only people like fucking Jay Shetty and their stupid ass shit that they post. Oh my God. Can you hear cat? 
Hi, honey. You want attention? I know. Here, I'll pet you. See? She wanted attention. She came and found me. <laughs> She's the fucking star of the show with this one. But yeah, the information you can find online is kind of limited because I know that there's the whole algorithm shit and then there's like filters on search results and everything you do and say and watch is being tracked. You just don't know. Um, but you're only being shown certain things that are the most profitable for the companies that provide what you're looking at. So you're not seeing the truth of what's actually there. The only way you can see the truth of like what you need to know and what can actually help you is in real life. And I'm not saying everything because there is a lot of useful information and good resources online, but you need to get out in real life. You need to like, you need to remind yourself that that is a resource. Real life is a resource for everything you need, want, and could desire. People have been doing it without social media for fucking centuries. And we're over here the first generation with social media and we are beyond fucked up. Like it helps in a lot of ways, but this is just my little reminder that there's so much more to life than you see on your phone. Okay, so my final realization for this episode. So I'm the type of person that I like to plan for things. I like to prepare. I don't like to be caught off guard. I don't like for plans to change. I like when something is set, it's going to go this way. Like, so if we agree on something, it's going to go this way. And if it doesn't go the way that I planned for, I get fucking pissed. Like I get actively, physically fucking mad. <laughs> but I just recently had something happen where I agreed to do something with people and it got changed. Like the plans got changed and I got extremely fucking mad and I was by myself. So I like sat down with myself and I tried to figure it out. Like I was trying to understand why is this so hurtful? Like why is something not going the way that I planned for it to go so fucking hurtful? And I realized there's a lot of things that I made the situation mean. And I definitely want to do a full podcast on the meanings you assign to things. But I revealed that what I was telling myself in my brain subconsciously was I'm stupid for even trying to plan or hope for it to go good or go right. Like I was telling myself I was fucking dumb. And then I was telling myself the effort that I put in to prepare was worthless. It was pointless. And then that everything just went wrong. So something went wrong. So those are the main things that I was telling myself. So that I'm stupid for even hoping it could go right. The work I did to prepare was worthless and pointless. And I'm a fucking idiot for even doing it. And that the situation not going the way I planned for it meant that things were going wrong. And something was working against me, basically. So then I got the chance to look at each of those things. And I'm like, okay, let's back the fuck up. <laughs> like I have to like check myself all the time. So when I decided I wanted to do something, I wanted to plan for it. Planning is smart. Planning is not stupid. Having something that you want to do and then doing things and thinking of things to help make sure this process goes as smooth as possible is very smart. So that immediately invalidated that a belief I had. So I let that one fucking go because it doesn't mean that I'm stupid because the plan didn't go how I wanted it to. I was actually being smart. It just didn't go that way. That doesn't mean anything about me. And this kind of goes back to the cat thing, making shit mean something about you. 
So making it mean that my planning was worthless is the second one. How I went through that one and kind of like deconstructed that was I'm someone that cannot do something without planning a little bit or thinking ahead a tiny bit. So if I agree I'm going to go to a concert or go on a trip, I plan for it. That helps alleviate my anxiety. It makes me feel like I have a little bit of a sense of control. I know what to expect some sort because I don't like the unknown. So planning for me helps me feel safe, secure, and like comfortable to go forward with it. Because if I didn't plan, I would just be sitting there an anxious fucking wreck, hoping shit just like went right. But planning helps me alleviate that anxiety. So my effort to plan was not worthless because it made me feel better. Like the effort that I put in to plan for this thing, I can still use a lot of what I planned for, but I'm saying even if there's a situation where I plan for something and then everything I did literally is useless and I can't use it, it's still not useless because it helped me feel better in that moment. It made me feel better to plan for this thing versus just sitting there and doing nothing. So it wasn't worthless. And then my last thought about the experience not going the way I wanted it to and the way that I planned for it to meant that something went wrong or that something is working against me. So holding that belief is going to hurt the fuck out of me. Like I see where my frustration came from with all this. I see it. And then reworking all these beliefs is what made me feel better. So with assuming that it meant something was going wrong, I had to get very objective. I'm like, okay, so what just happened on a black and white straight up strategic, like analytical standpoint, what just happened? I planned for something to go this way and it didn't. Does that right there in that moment mean something went wrong? No, something changed. So I had to go catch my assumption that I threw on top of that, which was a change. I made it mean that something went wrong. Just because it didn't go my way and the way that I thought it would go and the way that I hoped it would go, it does not mean something went wrong. And then I was looking at it like, okay, so if something went wrong, that means something is working against me. Like, God for fucking bid, I try to do something to make myself happy or to have a good experience. Like, God for fucking bid, right? So I went down that whole rabbit hole of emotion. So I ended up at a crossroad and I faced the decision. I can look at this from the standpoint of something is working against me or seeing how this could be happening for me. And in that moment, I got to choose. I have nothing to go off of with how to see if something's happening for me. Like I have no way to, I can't just sit here and tell myself this, no, it's happening for me, but I can open myself up to seeing how it is happening for me because I'm the type of person. I'm very like real. I'm not the type of person to just say some bullshit affirmation. Y'all know that I'm not just gonna be like, Oh no, something's not working against me. It's happening for me. It's like, no, How is it happening for me? I'm opening my eyes up and I'm opening myself up to seeing the ways that this just changed for my benefit. I lined up with this realization because this happened the way that it did. So that's one thing. But by going into this, I realized I faced the choice of I'm at the crossroad and now I'm going to go down the road of seeing how it happened for me because I already just went down the road of how it happened against me and that didn't feel good. I didn't fucking like that. So now I'm trying out the other route. And it completely alters my perspective of this experience because I'm still going to go, but I no longer am holding the belief of something's working against me. So if there is another hiccup or another inconvenience or something else changes with this experience, I'm not going to immediately be triggered and pissed off and get angry 
thinking something is working against me. I'm walking down the road of seeing how this is happening for me. And that kind of translated into my whole life, but I'm just going to keep it there with this situation. But you get my point. All right, are you tired yet? Because I feel like that's a lot of realizations to throw at you. <laughs> if you like this podcast, make sure to leave it a five-star rating, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You could leave me a five-star rating on either one. <laughs> I will also leave my social media and all my links to all my things in the description of this podcast. Also the link to my app if you want to check it out. My inbox is open on Instagram. If you want to send me a message and request like a topic or something you want to hear about, just shoot me a message. I'm open to everyone's suggestions. I want to hear what you guys want to hear about. And yeah, thank you for coming to Sunday service. I will talk to you next week.